on a complete whim, three, two, one, record. Um, what is your favorite sound? <laughs> That's an inside joke. I'm sorry. Inside jokes are the worst unless you're part of it and then they're great. And it's not even an inside joke. We just saw it somewhere else. True. Technically, it's an outside joke because the fart comes out. It's an out. It's an out and in. So there's that. Uh huh. Um, what's happening, everybody? Glad to be back. Mom and Dad podcast. Me and you. You and me. She and he and her and him. Uh huh. Um, Few listeners out there. Thank you very we much. We are on the fly again, so we don't know what we're doing. Less than ten minutes ago, we were not planning to do this tonight. We say that every time. Well, they need to know that the quality of what they're about to get is not great. They just need to know. There needs to be some background, some reference, some context. So no planning again. I don't know what you're going to talk about. I don't have much to say. That's a good place to start. um, Other than one of my many ailments. Rattle them off. Let's go. My throat hurts. No, not like coronavirus sick hurts like i have something stuck in my throat this is a common complaint this is a common complaint a lot of it has to do with anxiety i think that's very much a possibility i've read that and i've experienced that thank you and i had an x-ray on friday was it friday i don't know i don't think so i think it was thursday oh my gosh you know what it was tuesday (laughs) thank you (laughs) good night (laughs) I don't know what's going on. The days are just smushed together. I don't understand what's happening. But I do know that you are going back to work on Tuesday, and we are all very sad. And this time around, even though it was much shorter, don't worry, because it was also a lot less fun. Oh. Well, because I knew knew when I was going back. So it was kind of like hard to not be thinking about that the whole time. Yeah, and, and it felt different this time. Not as relaxed. The first time was like in a weird way and maybe not in such a way that you'd like to admit. It was kind of exciting. Everybody kind of was doing it at the same time. For that reason, just having to be home and not have to go to work. Sure. Even when it was like, yeah, who who knows? I don't know how to explain it. I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm just saying how I was feeling. It was like, this is a weird, exciting thing, kind of. It's scary, but it's also something different and everybody's doing it so there was a weird sense of we're all on the same page and you felt more connected to people in a way and then this time it just felt like I was taking two weeks off work yeah it just felt like you were in trouble that's how I felt I've yeah I felt like ooh, I should really be at work right now but my boss took a trip to Vegas and came back in the office the next week. So like I'm not going to be around that for at least two weeks because if he ends up being sick I don't and then if, have he, been if he goes that. again anywhere and comes back, you're right. going to be out again. I'm just letting you know here for the yes. first time. Um, TBD. TBD. So it doesn't feel very great. Well, it didn't feel great anyways. It was much less a break and it just felt like a necessary thing I had to do. Word, but you already heard that from the other times. Fine. Yes. Okay. How is... This is a change of subject. We haven't really talked about mental health lately, I guess. I was just going to say, how are you doing? Me? Sure. I don't know. Um, This is off the top. I do fine when I'm not thinking about it, and I guess I haven't been thinking about it a lot lately. Oops, I'm sorry. Because I realize that if I just ignore it, Obviously, I'm not going to get better or improve, but I'm definitely not going to be getting worse or getting... Yeah, exactly. It's like um, if you're in the middle of a project and you don't want to screw it up, but you also want to finish it, but like Mm -hmm. you take a break from it for a while. Yeah. I'm not losing progress on the thing, but I'm also not getting anywhere closer to like um, conquering it. Hmm, a good and bad scenario. Yes. So right now I'm like, it's on a hold. It's been like that for a long time and I've felt a lot better, but, um, or I don't know, even if I just like by addressing it so much, I just kind of came to terms with it and accepted it how, how I am and realizing like, is that just like, how do you think you can work through it if you're just not 
addressing it. How do you think? Why not? I'm not sure what you mean. What, what to work through what? Well, I know a lot of it is trauma based, right? Oh, right. And which I feel like now that I've addressed it as such and that yeah. I've analyzed it myself a lot and sort of identified those things that mm-hmm. it's a lot less controlling of like my day to day, like, or at least it doesn't feel as bad when I can identify it and go, I'm feeling this or thinking this because of this. And I know it's because, you know, A, B, and C. So at least I know what it is. And, um, I think, I think so much of it was after I had realized or identified or just acknowledged it, basically, I guess I already always knew what the issues were, but I was ignoring them, but they were keeping me from doing so much and they still do. But acknowledging it and identifying it, I've said that four times now, Make it made five. me want to, it just made me upset and sort of bitter and angry mm-hmm. about like what could have been had I not had these things happen to me or not even things happen to me, just if I not interpreted things this way or let them affect me this way or um, because there are people who were in the same boat as me with the same experiences and whatever who've gone on to thrive you know and it not hold them back so I think it's more of like the I want justice I want I'm bitter I want like people to a- account for like what I think was done was the biggest hang up and now I've kind of just like let it go in a way or at least identified it as like you'll never change what happened and I am who and what I am now because of what happened and I'm probably never going to be how I wish I was or, Mm -hmm. you know, with all the things I complain about on here, things I wish I was accomplishing or things I wish I could do, like all my hobbies and interests and the things I enjoy are because of what holds me back, you know, like I probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't enjoy just being a couch potato and an introvert and uh, shut in if it wasn't for these things, you know, so Anyway, I've just become more accepting of like, that's just how it is. And I can try to work through them, but it usually makes me feel worse the more I try to think about it or yeah. like the, tr- the more I try to change the past or change mm-hmm. like what my makeup is and how I'm wired, the more upset and depressed and frustrated I get. Now, the it, anxiety comes and goes yeah. still, but that's a whole other issue. Because it all... The big, like, episode, I guess, if you want to call it that, for lack of a better term, that happened with you, it's been a couple years now. Yeah, I don't really know the time. That happened when you started, when you started, like, uncovering everything or, like, trying to unpack all of your shit, maybe? Yes. Is that how that happened? If I'd had back pain forever and I finally started going to a chiropractor, it was, I knew what I had, I knew what was bothering me, and I knew everything that was holding me back and all the reasons and all that. I was fully aware of it, but I just wasn't doing anything with it. Cause I knew it would, it would be, it would mean like getting worse before I got better. So I tried to address it and started going to therapy and taking medication to try to get past it. And it just made me feel worse. Mm-hmm. And that's when I like ended up having that whole thing. And then that's when I decided, I think I said this in one of the very first episodes that I'm not going to like change. I thought like if I do this and I take these pills and blah, 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 then I'll wake up a different person and then I'll be able to be more confident and ambitious and assertive or just be able to unlock a, a talent or a skill that I wish I had that I was blaming on all this stuff. And there's no like magic pill. I mean, there's, there are pills. I think a lot of people probably think that way. I just wanted to be like, if I do all the things that they tell me I do, I'm supposed to do to get over this stuff, then I also want to be able to have focus and drive and ambition and confidence and passion again, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, those things weren't happening. So I was more upset too. I was like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I was always blaming the reason I hadn't written something or like achieved more or been more confident and I guess just ambitious I guess was because of these things so I was like I'm dealing with this stuff now but I'm not 
accomplishing anymore. I'm not doing anything more. I'm not feeling any more creative. I thought these were the reasons that I wasn't doing those things. So now that I know that those things make that stuff harder, but it's not like a, a switch is going to flip. And now I'll have like the great American novel pop out. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, now I'm even more angry because I thought that this was the only thing keeping me back from achieving greatness. And now that I realize but it's also, not. you don't know how to just start doing those things either. Yes, well, I had I had to so come give to yourself I care. had to come to terms with that stuff is a big reason. But another huge reason is I never put any emphasis on education. I never tried to do anything. I I, I just wanted these things to happen. Mm-hmm. And then as a kid, I without sounding like a complete asshole, I rarely had to put much effort into anything to to do what I wanted. It was kind of just all natural. So I felt like it was just going to keep going that way until you become an adult and you realize adult things take a lot of hard work and time Mm -hmm. and dedication. And I wanted them to just happen. And I thought I was just blaming things, you know, for that. And then I didn't get what I wanted out of it. So I just started spiraling downward even more because I was like, well, now who am I going to blame? Just myself. True. So it was a big, like, coming to terms with who I am or, more importantly, what I'm not or who I'm not. And when that hit and it was like, oh, so I'm just going to be doing this thing, like, forever. Like, I don't want to do – I don't want to be this person. Mm -hmm. And it looks like I'm not going to be a different person just by getting over depression or anxiety or Whatever, whatever, yeah. Um, you know, like overcoming those past traumas. Um, I'm still not going to be like creative or like intelligent or. So, that was. You are intelligent and creative. Then though, I by started the way. feeling very like claustrophobic. Like, oh, I, th- I thought there was going to be an out to this life when I finally got this under control, and it doesn't look like that's going to change. Like, no one's going to walk up and say, "Congratulations, here's a nice shiny new career for." tackling your depression like it was like okay you still have the same job unless you have a time machine this is where you are i'm sorry i asked so it's going fine <laughs> like i was saying though this second little bit of two weeks or whatever two and a half weeks of staying home is totally Has this different. made it worse in a way not no not all of that but no i've been are really you more f- anxious now because you're like you were technically back at work, but now you took like a break. Well, I'm worried about, I'm not worried about that. My company is also moving. They're in the, it's the busiest time of the year, just work wise. <laughs> yeah. So it was a terrible time to, to take off and we're moving to a different location. So it's also a terrible time to have taken off. Anyways, that's off topic. This time around, well, the first time I went into quarantine, it was very exciting, like I said, and mm-hmm. I started being extremely productive. And I thought I would just jump back into that, but I haven't. So this whole time has just kind of been like um, watching the clock and I haven't done anything, but I've relaxed more. I don't know if that's a good thing because now I'm dreading having to like get back into work mode. I've been staying it, up later and sleeping yeah. in longer. And you've been helping me with the kids when Olive has had her Zoom therapy, which it's terrible timing because we've been kind of working it to where you would be helping Olive with it. So you like know how to do it and she can associate you with therapy too. And now you're having to go back. So, yeah. So that's another thing, which which is like, I can complain about that to them, but then they could tell me situations that they have. Well, yeah, I mean, they can't keep you like, okay, so you can't work. Then I need to find somebody who can, you know, it's not like a personal thing, but also I can complain about my situation, but I know, Half the people Everyone at my has company a has a worse situation. Yeah. So it's like, who am I? I, I have a good compared to most people. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, toxic relationships. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this in reference to? I have no idea. They suck though, huh? I mean, I refuse to be in them. That's why I have. Well, toxic relationships, do you think that they will... If, is there ever a time where they won't be toxic? 
you know? I guess that means both parties have to put in some sort of effort, but how would you know if the other party, because usually if there's a toxic relationship, you kind of separate yourself from the person and you kind of go your separate ways. Most of the time. What's like defining toxic relationship? (laughs) Bad. Okay. But like (laughs) when two people, you talking about like romantic relationship? Uh, No, it could be anything. It could be family, friends, whatever. So it's all across the board. Oh, so just like when two people. Just in general, just a toxic relationship. Just. So when like you and somebody like a, a family member or yeah just just your relationship with the person and, or if you're in a relationship and for some reason you're like diametrically opposed on serious things that doesn't I mean yes that would affect relationships and and whatnot especially like now with everything that's been going on and people well, are because for me there's like there's that version of toxic mm-hmm. where like this person is way over there and that, the other person's way over there on the source like beliefs yes. and or there's just we're bad for each other because like we push each other's buttons there's that and there's also like if if the person is just toxic in general maybe just a shit person <laughs> oh if they just bring negativity yeah you know trying to rid the negativeness negative charge from your life and blah 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 because i know that i have done that and i often wonder if the person will or maybe it's myself for them become non-toxic and then the relationship can kind of be like normal in the future or whatever you know what i mean i think most of the time you could look at it and probably point Somebody from a, a third party objectively could probably look at it and point the finger. Eh, it's impossible to look at, to be objective, I guess. But somebody would have to change, whether it be like, see, I'm still thinking of it as like views and ideals, you know, and like opinions on things like you're opposed to this thing that I think is essential. Somebody's would have to change their mind. So in that way, it probably never happen because, well, unless you're, which very few people are willing to examine and unlearn right. everything you think you know or mm-hmm. all of your ideas and beliefs whenever go back to the beginning and dismantle it all and try to put yourself back together and see what is still there and what you think and then find out what is now like on the scrap heap of stuff that you realized, oh, I've been carrying this belief with me or this opinion my whole life, but I'm realizing now that I don't, believe in any of that and so that would be the only reason or the only way like two people who vehemently disagree with each other on something word what so like let's say (laughs) would you be willing to mend relationships that you know you kind of drifted away from because they were toxic would you ever i guess go back and see like if it's something you want to bend with the person or whatever, I guess it would depend on who the person was and how they are. Um, if you like, were if you were, this is very <laughs> unscripted. So we're both like, if you were old friends or longtime friends with somebody, and you when you think about them, obviously there's a reason you had a falling out, but um, you all you think about the good times. I or <laughs> I I will always also think like well why are we not friends anymore yeah and then you remember all the stuff that it's like oh because A B and C and I don't want that in my life or I don't want to I don't think I don't have to put up with that you know like mm-hmm. when you're kids you're friends because proximity like this person was and I think I've said this before too yes like, these five people were near me that's why we're friends. And mm-hmm. when you get older, it's like more consistent and based on what are our interests, what are our convictions, like mm-hmm. what do we think is important. So I've have done that a few times where I was like people who I used to be friends with for a long time that I'm not now will like check in on them and be like, what type of person are they now? Because I know why we stopped being friends, but people can change. So like 10 years True. later, who are they now? And never have they ever been 
different than what they were 10 years ago. But if mm. it turns out that they were, I would then think about, well, what were the reasons we had a falling out besides of those things? Like, were they extremely annoying to me? Did they just lead a lifestyle that I just don't want to be a part of? Yeah. So it all depends on like, just check in on them. And then like, I, even we had something happen to us a few years ago where we had to get back in touch. A friend of ours died. And right. then we had to get back in touch with a bunch of people that I uh -huh. swore I would never be in touch with again. Yeah. And it was like, of course, when you first start talking to somebody you haven't seen in years, it's all um, pleasantries and everything seemed okay. And it was like, oh, this is okay. Like, we don't really have anything in common, but I could be cordial and nice with these people. Mm -hmm. Let me test these waters again. And then within like two weeks, it was like, I have to completely cut these people out of my life again. Because like... There was a, I, it was just a reminder of like, oh, After like. After two weeks, were they trying to reach out again? It was like, hey, we all reconnected over this thing and like. Maybe I mean, I, if, for everyone listening, I know the answer, but I'm just saying this. Oh, okay. So it was like a group of people <laughs> that I just didn't want to have any remembrance of or have in my life. With the exception of one or two people, you know. And the, and the reason we stopped talking for a while was for other reasons. Then as soon as like we had to reconnect and we met at this function and it was like, how you been, you know, catching up. Um, like the next day I was added to their group text because keep in mm. mind, they were all still together. They were all still like friends with each other. Yes. And then that group text was very not something I want to be a great. part of, not something yeah. I approved of language and talk that was going on that mm -hmm. I was like, this is why I didn't want to be a part of this group of people. Mm -hmm. So it was clear that no one had changed. And if anything had gotten more confident in their terribleness. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I got to get out of here now. And one of the people in that group who I was actually a good friend, a close friend with for years, even in high school. And there's another thing, like we were, he, he was like one of my best friends but I disagreed with 90% of the shit he did and said. I think a lot of times people just grow apart too. Well, I knew that like most of the time I didn't like him as a person, but it's like, well, we're friends. But like, right. I didn't like the way he talked about many things. I didn't like his opinions on a lot of things. It was probably attitude. one of those things where it was like very comfortable and familiar. And I'm talking about the years where you were hanging Usually, out with him for so long. When you're friends with someone, you don't think about like, you do don't I really about like that. this person? Yeah. And or like you just let that stuff go because you're a kid, too. So it's like, well, that doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But when you're an adult, you're like, I don't got time for bullshit. Yeah. You know, so like my free time is limited. I'm not going to spend it with somebody that I just don't value or I think is a not a good person. So he one of them reached out to me personally and was like, we need to get together and like talk about like what happened because I had actually stopped, stopped speaking to him years before everyone else. And it wasn't worth it for me to, uh, hash it out maybe. Yeah. Or, or even just be honest because the truth was that I thought he was a shitty person and I didn't want him in my life and I didn't want to be associated with him. And so I didn't have to be associated with him while I still had to be associated with these other people. So I stopped talking to him or like, you know, conversing with him outside of, hi, how you doing? Stuff like that. And it, it do, wouldn't bring me any joy to be like, I think you're a shit person. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like your ideas and your opinions. And I think you're sort of a vile person, to be honest. And I don't want to be seen with you. That brings There's me no, no point. joy. There's no point in that. It either. does nothing to them. They're not going to be like, oh, well, in that case, let me change everything about myself to be friends with you. That would just probably make them say, well, in that case, I don't want to know you either. Yeah. But that gets you nowhere. So I just went to lunch with him. He told, he went on and on about like, you know, like when this happened, I don't know about this. And it was just like, yeah, you know, I just kind of got busy. I just, there's no point in trying to hurt someone's feelings mm -hmm. or like tell them off or be like, I got that off my chest. Well, now what? So I just like was like, yeah, no, I'm just busy and like started doing other things. And wait, went to lunch with him? Yes. After the memorial? Um, 
I don't know. I think this might have been before that all that happened. We'll have to speak after. It was before <laughs> that even. It was just like after a few years of not speaking to the guy, even yeah. though I saw him on a weekly basis. Because I was thinking after the memorial. Yeah, I don't really know. The timelines the are so t- weird The timelines are, yeah. After the kids are born, the timelines don't exist. Yes. And uh, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, I just told him like, Hey, you get busy and you, you do other things and you were there doing this and I was doing this and we just kind of didn't find time. And he's like, well, I'd like to start hanging out again and talking again. I was like, okay, cool. And of course I never, I just let it be, you know, cause mm-hmm. after that, it's kind of like the ball's in my court and I never reached out again. So obviously, and it was hard because like my friend ended up living with him like a few years later. So it was like, uh, I don't really. My f- I don't want to talk to that guy or be with that guy, but one of my good friends lives with him, so I I just distanced myself from him as well because I didn't. Oh, I thought you were talking about someone. I didn't want to put time. my friend in a position of like you've got to pick between me and this guy that you're living with. And yeah, he, and he's known him longer than I've known him, so like I just pulled back and said uh, I'm not going to put people in that position to have to be like. Because that's the worst if you've got two friends, but they're not friends, so you got to, like, juggle them. Yes, that's very difficult. And you make them, them feel bad for your problem. So right. I didn't want to put my good friend that I, was, that I was still friends with in that position. So I pulled back from him and another, did the same thing with another friend. And so, anyway, toxic relationships, I don't know. What about with family? Do you think that is just as toxic relationships... With family members are way more difficult for the obvious reasons, probably because you're, most people live, well, I don't know. It depends. Some people live near their family, some don't, but, you know, getting together for the special occasions, the holidays, birthdays, shit like that. So if you have toxic relationships with family members, do you suck it up and still go to those family functions or do you kind of separate yourself and for your own sake and maybe for their own sake too and they don't know it just so you can kind of not have that toxicness I, it's way more difficult with family yeah. members obviously I don't know what do you think well I mean <laughs> what do I think uh I think I'm we are walking on a fine line of what we can say right now. <laughs> Why? Because we have family members that probably listen to this. Oh, uh, just your mom who you have a good relationship Read with. Read between the lines, everybody. Well. <laughs> um, well, it's it's very hard to have toxic relationships in your family because you do want to separate yourself from that, but then again, you want to be there with your family and have that time and, you know, spend the holidays together and all that. Uh, it's just, it takes a lot of you're in a rock and a hard place. You're in between a rock and a hard place because of that, you know, you want to be there, but also you don't want to be around somebody that's necessarily, um, not good for you. Doesn't Mm -hmm. bring out the best in you makes you angry or, you know, uncomfortable or whatever, all of the above even in right. some cases. So it's just, <sighs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think like with when it comes to family, like. I'm willing to try more with family f- for those reasons, but also just because somebody is a family member, to me, it doesn't mean that they get to do things or act a certain way and you be you have to be okay with that and you of have course. to go along with that and be around to me it doesn't mean shit other than you know we are related to each other but and a lot of people disagree with that and i i was understand. gonna say most people disagree with that and most families just like as a family have that mindset of like or that's like the agreement of we it doesn't matter like you have to do this because it's family i i i really can't stand that it doesn't matter we're family like get over it we're family like no 
the person saying that is the one who's doing the offending. Usually, or, yeah. So it's like, well, easy for you to say because you're not the one who has an issue. But if I have a problem with something and I have to suck it up or pretend like I don't so that you can feel better on this day, like that's I, that's what I was going to say. Is That like, has happened a lot of times with a, everybody. A lot of times, yes. So there's the ideal situation where you kind of, where everybody is on the same page with everything which i don't think that ever happens happens a lot but the, Does it? the way that that happens is more more it's not usually where the parents are more progressive and, and like align with the kids it's more like the kids blindly follow what their parents agree with mm-hmm. or believe and so that's when you have like a big happy family because the kids that's align true. with the same beliefs or whatever lifestyle as the parents and sometimes it's the opposite or sometimes if the parents are super progressive and whatever then your kids obviously just being younger are too and then that happens too then there's like what usually we do or most people do which is like it's the issues aren't big enough to like that it would bother you to hang around you know well i mean if you spent a lot more time look then it would but a lot of that's usually the case is like yeah, eh, we, yeah. we have issues or like we have differences of opinion but like it doesn't matter and then there's the ones where it's like to you to, can't look past to be here and to pretend like this isn't a thing is like asking me to sacrifice my joy so basically i have to suffer and put and ruin my holiday yeah so that you guys can all keep pretending that we're all the same or that everything's fine which that's that's the hard one and i feel for the parents that just want to have all their kids together, you know? Well, That's especially like, if the issue is not with the parents. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if it's between siblings, of course, the parents just want everybody to be the, together and be around mm-hmm. and be the family. But yeah, if you have siblings butting heads and then, you know, you have to figure out different holiday schedules, that can be... <laughs> <laughs> It's rough. Hey, I'll be candid. I have had to do that within my own family before. We have had separate Christmases, Thanksgivings, um, you know, birthdays. It, we we have had to do that for a couple of years. We don't do that anymore because we've, well, we basically just, <laughs> we, uh, what did we do? We didn't hash anything out because I didn't want to do that. I'm not, I, d- I don't. I didn't want to do that, period. It was a very specific thing. It was a specific thing, and and the relationships that I have with the people, it's just, I didn't want to do that. Um, I would do that with somebody else. Well, it had nothing. It didn't have anything to do with you. It didn't have anything to do with me. It was between two other people, and then your name got brought in. My name got brought into it, pissed me off, so there was this small rift and we had separate everythings for a couple of years and I feel bad about that for my parents but also I needed to protect myself that's from the main that. thing that's yes. the main thing and and I totally understand that they wanted everybody together and to be happy and you know jolly and all that but I needed that for myself and we kind of just swept everything under the rug or you know just acted like nothing really happened but both parties are seem to be okay with that and everything is completely as surface level as it can be but that's what it needs to be you know it can't be deeper than that because if there are we're gonna have problems and we've talked about that on a really old episode too which saying like keep everybody at whatever distance you need them at in order to be happy with them or like be on good terms. So, and, but it's, what's very important is what you said is like, it has to be what is healthy and works for you. Right. Like we're always encouraged to put ourselves aside and forget about what we're feeling or what would make us happy or, you know, what's healthy for us. Basically like no, well, actually that's a different thing I'll get to in a second, but yeah, sacrifice your, happiness or your joy or what you want or need what you need really in order so other people can get what they need but no one ever turns around and gives you that courtesy and says now i'm going to give you what you need so eventually you have to say 
I need this. I don't, I'm not doing this. This is, I'm standing up for myself and doing what I need to, to be what's healthy for me and what, um, these are my boundaries because you haven't set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so now these are mine that I'm setting for myself to keep myself, you know, in a place of calm or like whatever. My peace. Yes. My space. And my people think peace. you're either selfish or stupid for that. But aren't you being selfish by telling me to just get over it and or just like sacrifice my feelings and how yeah. what basically sacrifice my peace and make myself miserable for a weekend so that you can feel happy. So isn't that far more selfish? I think so. Well, that was a trick question because it's not. Why you didn't let me finish. I think so. Not. And that that. was a trick question. Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) No, but so that's, that's always kind of the thing that, I, well, I don't struggle with that anymore because like I said, it's fine, but we have some issues going on with your family. If I may be so bold, I'm not going to get into... sort of bold. I'm not going to get into that at all because that is, even though I'm a part of it, I'm not doing that. Not going to dive into that because there's no right point. Um, But there's weirdness with that too, so... Families are very interesting and they're very exhausting. And the families that I see where they're like getting along and hanging out, I'm always like, what is that? (laughs) Even when my family was very much like that, it never felt like that to me. That is so strange because it felt that way to me. And you were, (laughs) yes, I know. But for me, I always felt like, so there's this family and then I'm like, uh, a guest who was brought here because I've I was always felt like I was being treated like breakable, you know, like oh, kid gloves with this one because like he's the different one. Mm. So I never felt like this is it to me. I was very aware that we were all just barely like touching the surface, and you have to be very careful because this is thin ice, and if you go any deeper, all hell will all the all the like ways what we like disagree will be exposed and then mm. it will just be like a really bad situation or maybe it's just because i they knew thought things. that you would argue with them about things no but like i think it was a way it was clear that it's it's always felt very clear to me like this is the family and then like there's the guy who chose to be different i don't even think so it never i i yeah. felt i always felt like if i left the room like everybody would go back to being like more comfortable. Like you enter the room and everybody clams up. It's because they know. I, but I, don't know. I didn't I see felt it that, that way. way. Yeah, I know you. I know it that, felt that, and way maybe that's you. just because I knew, or maybe they were. Uh, yeah, I guess they were. Everybody was just being themselves, but yeah, nobody but myself knew that. Like I'm, I don't like the way this is, or I don't like the way you talk about this, or you know, like you're saying this word to describe this type of person that I think is wrong. You know, but like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that because with family it's different you're supposed to just agree to disagree or not even acknowledge that there's a disagree and then like be happy and and family members are way more like intolerant or i guess like judgmental of family members too like if you had a friend that had a different did something a certain way you wouldn't like tell them they need to be acting differently or change but if it's your sibling or your child or your parents, for some reason, there's a, there's a feeling of like a, a right, I guess, to be like, I don't like that or that's wrong. Or, I think may, maybe they feel, well, I don't know, more comfortable to, I don't know if it's comfort I guess, or if it's the right if it's, that you if said. If it's your family and it's the people you're closest with and love the most, wouldn't you be most accepting of whoever, whoever and however course, they are? Of course, Absolutely. But there seems to be like this um, entitlement to be able to, to tell family members over like regular relationships, um, like how they're wrong or like yeah. how they need to change. That is true. I don't that know. Do, what, that didn't happen in my family, but I've I've seen it a right. lot. No, no, I've seen it too. And I, that's true. I don't know why. And this happens in marriages too. I mean, there's, I'm, I remember, I've noticed. Toxicity? Huh? 
toxicity or I just, just what meant you like were... feeling entitled to like oh yes like I would never argue with a friend the way like sometimes we would argue about something you know oh merit people argue all the time of course if you, don't, you threw it's a over. pizza at a wall hell yeah mm, um, no you ruined a pizza if okay. a friend said something that made you mad like you probably just let it go and like maybe not hang out with them the next day or something but for some reason in a marriage like you get more you probably feel more comfortable like you said to like tell people or tell each other well if just get mad about shit, things then and you live with them and you have to spend every i guess that's second what second together and yeah you would tell them hey you know you're mm-hmm. being an ass or you can't say this or what you're saying is wrong or whatever yeah I guess so. But what with you were saying with families, were you talking about, you were talking about not accepting or. Me or like the group. You were talking about families, how they have like a right. Yeah. They feel like they have a right. Yes. There seems to be a, a, a feeling of like, well, I have a right to comment on your life or like tell you how I think you were doing something wrong, which if you. Yeah. Were with anyone else, mm-hmm. you wouldn't really do that. Yeah, and I don't know if that's uh, – do siblings do that? Yeah, I guess they do. You know I what don't it really is? Know my... is like in a friendship, if you did that, there's a risk of like, well, I might lose this friend. That's true. But if it's like family or your spouse, then there's like, well, we're in this for the long haul. So like I'm I'm not worried about like losing you as my my sister or my or maybe hurting your feelings yes or, or knowing that like something. even if we fight like it's not the end of it so i can be more vocal about the things that are bothering me who knows more vocal maybe more or like there's assertive. more there's more writing on the relationship because it means more so you w- w- want to be more open who knows but i just try to keep everything surface because yeah, that's to. easiest and Probably not best, but that's what I have to do for my own personal it, it self. Is, it is best if that's the way you're going to get in and out of it that's, and everybody have a good time. That's the only way I can get in and out of it without being completely like ridden with anxiety. And yeah. If you know that getting any deeper and like start talking about issues, I mean, especially today, mm-hmm. nobody bring up anything. Like unless you're, you're talking about football and the weather. That's what we're talking about for the next two days. Uh, you talk about anything else, we're going to have a fight on our hands. So you know keeping a service level is the best way. Because what's the, what's, what's the good in going back and forth at each other over a political view on Thanksgiving? Well, see, a lot of people would not agree with that. And they would say that you need to have those uncomfortable conversations with you're, people. To... I would say you're not changing anything. Over, over, over. I guess you would hope that you would be, or you would hope that you would maybe start at least a thought of them changing their minds, or maybe even looking up something, or breaking a little bit of piece off of that would help the situation. I don't know. The problem is that that would never happen because they're hoping you. You, Let me explain. They're not listening to what you're saying. They're waiting for you to shut up so that they can talk hoping that you'll start to change and start coming to their side. What did Oscar say in the office? The debating is pointless because people just become more entrenched with their own viewpoints than they were in the beginning. Well, I mean, that is true. No one's ever going to have their mind changed, especially by a relative. Right. But for me, I know for me personally, and you know this, if somebody says something and I don't, and I think it's wrong, I have to say... Yes, and you do, and I have to leave the room. Uh, well, I, I, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just, I can't. And if somebody says something, there's just something in my brain where it's like I can't let it slide without saying something. I don't, I don't you know. You don't suffer from en- enough anxiety because for me, I, everything. Excuse me. You're I never do. looking. Ahead. You're never looking ahead. Well, I don't Me, suffer. I'm I always... don't suffer with it that way in like relationships. Oh, because I, I don't am. care. I'm constantly thinking like, <laughs> if you say should. this, they're gonna say this, and it's gonna lead to this. So don't say that. But you can't. You never think ahead to like what the consequences of that are going to be. And I'm always thinking, if I say this, I I think the same thing you're thinking. But well, I, I mean, know, that's this. That's a smart way to do it because I don't I'm not thinking that, of consequences. I don't get that 
holding in a sneeze feeling by not voicing my opinion. Like I take, I very much guard my thoughts and ideas and feelings and opinions from people that I don't trust or that I'm not incredibly close with because I don't, one, I don't want people to know that about me because of, for that reason, if they Mm -hmm. disagree, then now we're debating, which I won't do. Right. And for two, like, I don't want you to know things about me because like, it's not, I don't, it might sound like arrogant or like a jerk, but like I haven't deemed you worthy of knowing anything about me yet. So that's why I won't go at people on the internet. Like I'm I won't debate about, people online. I'm not online. talking about internet. I know. I'm just debating. talking about. In- I'm talking about like if you're with a family member and your family member says something really fucking stupid or ignorant or completely. Yeah. Fucked. Something that you just feel there's is a, there's immorally. been a good chunk of times where I don't say any say anything and I have to That's walk true. away or whatever. But a lot of times I will have to say something. Well, well, you'll feel like you have to. My body right. will blow up if it doesn't. It's and I'm I, I I guess that's yeah. But you and I are better. very different. Yes, because I'm I'm wanting to like hold every all all information about myself in so i i have no desire to if that started going that way and i started feeling people saying things like that that i had a opposite viewpoint of that i wanted to disagree with i would just not be in that conversation anymore it's mm-hmm. like mm, i'm going over here yeah because like, i am not changing you your do mind. you do that you do leave the room i don't think you're worthy of my time to try to change your mind and i don't want to hear anything else you have to say damn he's getting heated yeah but I get heated and go, well, you're not worth my life. You won't take one more second of my life. So I'm going to go over here. And when that goes weird in like five minutes, I'm going to shift over here. And then I'll probably just end up watching TV for the rest of the night. It does go weird, but I it, I don't care about that. You've seen this. I mean, you've seen that I don't. Yeah. It, you and I are very different in that way. Yes, just and even period. at my family get-togethers where everything is always like, fine there's never been like conflicts or anything it's because nobody says a single thing outside of well not really i'm sure like if anybody brought up a thing everybody would agree with it so it wouldn't be your family is extremely service level as well and i don't know if that's just with us or i think it's just um, like we don't like in general like other things aren't like on our radar like we we love sports we love gossip but like fun gossip you know and then just like cracking jokes like that's all there's no like no one's hiding something else like under the surface you know it's there i don't know well you don't know (laughs) i don't know that's what i'm saying i don't know (laughs) um toxic okay (laughs) (laughs) don't uh, do you have anything else that you would want to say on the sub? On the subject? Mm-hmm. Um, just that I probably won't agree with half the stuff I've said when I go listen back. I don't agree with any of it, so. Fine. Fine by me. The toxicity. Wake up! Wake up! Um, I was going to talk about our children and how our eldest daughter is... <laughs> That's what I was going to bring up, too. Getting real testy. Well... She's just, look, I don't know if it's because she's getting older or if it's because we've been in the house for a few months now. You know, we're going in and out of outside the backyard and stuff, but she's super, she's just really testy. And she's like, very short with us and doesn't want frustrated, us. Frustrated. And I don't know if that's an age thing or what. I think it's more, well, because we, we were talking about this earlier, like, I didn't think you could be like too, or, or I didn't think you could be over supportive with your kids. You know, like this whole time as she's been like growing and like doing things with whatever it is, drawing or music, or she makes movies, you know, and stuff like that. We've always been like so overly supportive and praising her for everything she does. Well, because when she was younger, that was her biggest thing is like her, her big thing was, which is what Olive has now or does loves it when we praise like over the top praise like she loved that when she was younger Blake yes but also like 
she loved it, but that was just a bonus because we're going to do that anyways as a proud parent. Like, right. It was a bonus. We were going to do it and she loved it. Yes. So I, we were noticing like she doesn't do any of the stuff she used to do. She doesn't do her drawings, which are incredible. She doesn't make music like that really anymore. She doesn't even like, like she would make these videos with the toys and like make them talk and edit them really well. Like from mm-hmm. like a stop iPad, motion basically. type thing. Yeah. Yes. And like we would always praise them and like rewatch them. And she even recently, like a few months back, she made some songs and mm-hmm. I, she asked me to like put them onto iTunes, which I did. And then we would listen to them in the car, like 30 second clips. They're super short. Yeah. And now like, if you acknowledge anything she does, she gets very embarrassed and almost angry. Anything she does. So I think she, so I'm just realizing like the last couple of days that I think she stopped doing those things and kind of confirmed because today she was like, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. And it was confirming that I think we drove her to not want to do those things because she hated the attention she was getting. And you know what? I'm the same way. I, I was the same way growing up. Like I hated attention yeah. or like praise in that way. Even now, like it is so strange. But when my mom tells me like, oh, I like your um, dress or like, oh, your outfit's cute or something. Or even if I do something artistically and she tells me like, great job, it like makes me cringe. Not because it's my mom. It could have it could be anybody, anybody but you. And it would just um, make my skin crawl. Like, I don't like it at all. And that's kind of going back to the family thing. Like, if any if anyone else told you that, you'd be like, okay, you'd probably be uncomfortable, but whatever. But because yeah. a family member said it. But if somebody else. You, you are, you are yeah. open to express that I don't like that. Right. And if any if somebody says it to me, I'm just like, uh. Oh, great. Not really like people that I don't know. Give me all the praise you want. I don't <laughs> mind, but. Yeah, with like family or or whatever, it just for some reason it just makes me so uncomfortable and I just I do what she does. I'm just like, "No, don't tell me like I'm embarrassed except I don't say that. I just say, yeah. "Oh, yeah, thanks." And I try to brush it off. And that's exactly what she's done is And she's just not doesn't want to be bothered. She doesn't want to be bothered and she's not like looking at anything bizarre it's just literally does not want anybody else to see her because she's embarrassed yeah it's just like a my little pony dancing game or like puzzle game but she's Mm -hmm. very like annoyed with anyone if they come around and then she basically doesn't want to be bothered or talked to (laughs) so i was just feeling really guilty for one being kind of disappointed in thinking she's regressed or like being like what's going on with her and then realizing the past she's few not days. regressing because she's telling us she's embarrassed and she's saying things like, leave me alone. I don't want you around, which is hurtful <laughs> in a way for us, but also like really good. But finding out that it's not because she doesn't want us around, but it's because like all we do is heap praise onto her and it makes her uncomfortable and she doesn't, it makes her feel bad. So to realize that she, I thought I was being a great dad by like, you are, by, we are adopting her interests as my own and like learning everything that she's interested in and trying to encourage her to do more and try to be involved with it and help her and like do it with her. And that was just driving her to quit all the things that she loves and to not want to be around me because I was just annoying and embarrassing her. It was like, <laughs> Oh, I thought this it's... was like what you're supposed to do. But I guess like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've ruined some things for her. No, it's, it's hard because you know, we're, we don't know all this stuff. I mean, she's only eight years old. It's not like we've been doing this forever. And I don't think you're ruining it for her. I think her interests are changing. They go back and forth. That's true. But so today we, well, with the quarantine thing too, it's like, we can't really take them places to like go have fun. I mean, you could, but I'm not taking the risk. And then, um, they're home more and the things that you're right, the things she was doing can get old. So it's right. like, well, what else can we do? Okay, well, we've done everything. I guess you could spend more time on the laptop if you only do this. Mm-hmm. And then that changed to, okay, well, you don't want to do that anymore. Okay, you can do that and you can watch, you can do this. And now it's just been like a free for all for the last month or so. Like you can do anything you want all day long because you're so bored. 
and it, they don't do like m- much different things. You know, it's only a few things they go back and forth on. But um, so Olive, we limited and it. And Olive is like wanting to be outside all the time. And Blake so does not like diff- to go outside. So no. it's like it's uh, very like you're being pulled in two different directions. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so today we were like, you know what? You're only you're gonna have this thing for this long, and then you're done with it. And then they, so we took the iPad, you know, it was like, okay, the, the time for that is done. And then they shifted to something else. It was like, no, and we're done with that too. It was no iPad or laptop or TV. He just said, we're not doing that any right and now. And she got really upset and yeah. really frustrated. And we said, we're going back to drawing. And she said, um, what did she say? You're being mean to me. Yeah. Why are you being mean to me? Yeah. Anything is like, if, if you tell her no, even politely or or just like you know just typical parent stuff uh it's like being mean or you're mad well kids which, always think that well so. yeah exactly that's what i was gonna say she's just doesn't want us to be saying that to right. her right which i'm glad she said because yeah it's communicating mm-hmm. uh but she really was not happy with it she was complaining and like resisting the drawing and whatever. Well, we told her we're going to be drawing right now. Yeah. At the kitchen table. And she was Listening to some music. She didn't want to listen to any music. She didn't want to draw. She was just scribbling, which she she draws these amazing pictures of like birds and mm-hmm. My Little Ponies and, and all this kinds of stuff with, um, you know, crazy expressions. And so she was not having <laughs> it. not wanting to and do that. And then like 15 minutes in... All of a sudden, she's her mood is like improved by like fifty percent at least. If I'm not being hyperbolic, I said a thousand. Yes, so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so her mood improved drastically. She started drawing again, the stuff she used to draw. She got really interested in what you were drawing and wanted to help. Mm-hmm. And was I just we were drawing it on was the just like board. fifteen, yeah. twenty minutes of like. No more of the stuff that you've been doing because you've been kind of a nightmare. But also when she was at the table, we weren't giving her any like type of crazy praise. But for the rest of the day, she's been in a much better mood. She's been in a great mood like the rest of the day. You just said that, but I had to yeah. say it again because it's it was wild. just true. Yeah. But she still wants Being to Being like do really nice to things. her sister and usually mm-hmm. they're really... I mean, Olive will try to be nice to her and Blake will be in a bad mood or vice versa, but yes. they both were getting along really well. And that's riveting. Would you agree? You guys know her, so you you care. You care about I her, right? I love hearing about other people's kids. Um, Love other people's kids. Just, just eat it up. Just fucking love it. I'm moving on to Hot Topic. And that's not what this is called. This is just the store hot topic <laughs> because we watched that thing. Remember? Oh, that's right. It was talking about hot topic and all of the transitions that it has gone through. And I just thought it was funny because I used to work at hot topic in the mall for uh, Christmas season. And I was so terrible that they didn't want to hire me after that. I was just seasoned. That is great. <laughs> I thought like I would be a shoe in for this place and I was. And then they realized she's not good at this. She's got to go. She's a shoe out. She's out of here. Never come back. Wow. And um, I didn't. I never went back. I have not been in a Hot Topic since. When's the last time you've even been in a mall? Oh, yeah. Good point. Um, oh, well, we go to the mall every year for Christmas pictures, but that does not count. Yeah, we don't walk through the mall. That, we get to go early in the morning before anybody is there for this special sensory thing. For but the I kids, for, for the, the kids. It's for the, no, we get our picture taken with Santa. I get a juice box and I'm very happy. And I get my crackers. We're good to go. Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember the last time that we went into a mall and just shopped. I have to be honest, though. I freaking loved the mall. Hmm. I don't know if I did. I don't think I did. You know what? I didn't like it because it was this huge, massive place, and there's no windows. I mean, once you get in deep, there's no windows. It's like an Ikea. 
you have to like, you get in deep into this place and then you're trapped in there and to get out, it takes a little while. So you start panicking on the way out. These are my own issues. Definitely. (laughs) I was not having that problem. I just loved going somewhere where there was stuff that I liked. So there was a movie theater, arcade. They had a footlocker so I could go look at all the shoes I couldn't afford. Movie theater. This is when I was a kid where like the nearest mall was like 30 minutes away. Uh So it was like, can we go to the mall this weekend? Yes, but we're not buying anything. I don't even care. We're just going to walk around for five hours. Yeah. Five hours. Wow. Um, I really liked Sanrio. What is this? It's the Hello Kitty stuff. Sanrio. Oh. I really like that cool. store. That store was insane. They had wall to wall just amazing stuff. I liked the little gums that they had. Of course. Stickers. That was cool. Um, I honestly, I don't really remember any other stores. Why are we not talking about Spencer's? I was just going to say Spencer's. The ultimate. And now Hot Topic, which is basically a Spencer's. Yes. <laughs> but for 13-year-olds. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that was, um, I loved black lights and I loved mushroom posters. I had no idea what it meant, but uh, like tie-dye <laughs> mushroom posters. Did you have them in your room? Yes. Oh, okay. I like black light posters and like a big thing of a like a tie-dye mushroom. And <laughs> what? I don't know. That's great. Just loved it. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. My room was just wall-to-wall photos and just like random pieces of trash just taped to the wall. You've seen it. Yeah. Uh, one of the first times I came over to your house, um, you had like the cover of an adult film. Huh? Box. It was, yes, it was like a VHS box, you know, like the cardboard box sure. of the VHS. And it was of like a adult film and it was like on the ground. And I was like, what's going on here? And you're like, oh, I saw a band and like they threw those out and I just kept it all these years. Oh, that's hilarious. And I was like, hmm, that very strange. That like my stupid self. I was like, what am I getting myself into here? <laughs> I can't get out now. Sorry. You had to do a lot of convincing me that you weren't like some. Did I? Like expert level sex person. Jesus Christ. Well, because of things like that. From a box? I, I don't know. Wait, what else? Uh, this um, is the first time I'm hearing this. Other things, I guess. I don't know. You I don't really have anything saw to back anything that up. Else. No, but I assumed you were just hiding something. He assumed I was this sex expert, and I assumed you were too because you told me, and you and I found out later he lied. What? Is that not true? Lied about what? Sex. No. Are you lying again now? I don't even know what you're talking about. This will be for another episode. You know why? Because it was that. Then you had a book. Oh, like, yes. I still have that book. And we think it's hilarious. Oh, right. But it was like, that was out on the dresser. Then this thing. It's because I took a sex um, sex course in college. And one of the book requirements was... Um, getting it on. That's what it's called, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Getting it on is this thick book. Um just describes everything in detail, how-tos provided with um, illustrations, and it's a good book. And uh, so I guess those things kind of weirded you out, but you were coming from, you know, what you came from. Your way of living is completely different than my way. Yeah, because we weren't... um, Stupid. Well, not stupid. We just weren't... Uh, afraid of that kind of that stuff. That thing wasn't met with, taught with shame or like No, guilt. It, 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 what, it was what it was. It, it was just that and it wasn't anything else, you know. What it was. What it was, I don't know. It just was that, so. Interesting. So he thinks I was some person that I wasn't and I was just some stupid idiot kid that just liked to collect trash apparently. Just keep this it day, for years. Check the kitchen. But we we did clean my bedroom, and that took a really long time because this is garbage talk. Well, then you're absolutely right. It's literally garbage talk. We're wrapping it. Okay. It's, well, I just want to tell everybody to watch Speed Cubers on Netflix because it was amazing. Okay. And we've been watching the worst movies possible for like the past week. Just, I don't know why. Just because haven't been in the mood to watch anything deep 
or good? They've been the good, well, no, they've been the terrible, good, scary movies, quote unquote, like Valentine. Well, we started off I know what strong. you did last summer. I, know, I still know what you did last summer. Yes, we watched the first. We watched, we watched all the screams. We watched the four scream movies in a <laughs> row. Uh, then we watched I Know, and I still know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. And then it I watched went all downhill from there. And then I watched Ghost Ship. Which was ghost shit. It was ghost shit. And then we watched um, The Haunting. Oh, okay. Let me give you a rundown here. Uh, we watched You Should Have Left, which is a new movie. It's terrible. Oh, my God, yeah. Stir of Echoes. Oh, yes. We were on a Kevin Bacon run. Prom Night. Okay, yeah. I forgot we watched a lot. We watched that movie Summer of 84, which was like, oh. clearly those people love it's Stranger Things. It's basically Stranger Things. But they did not. It is not Stranger Things. I'll tell you that. It wasn't great. I watched The Rental, which is a new movie directed by Dave Franco. It could have been better. Could have been better. I'd have liked it to have been better. Well, then you should have got a different actor. Well, I also watched The Pelican Brief. Oh. Urban Legend. Oh, yeah. Urban Legend. Mm Mm-hmm. We watched The Last Dance, the 10-part Michael Jordan Documentary. We have watched a lot of things lately. Well, anyway, there a lot you of go. uninteresting facts for you guys. A lot of bullshit. I'm sorry. And you know what? I apologize for both of us stumbling and bumbling over our words, but this was completely out of left field, and I threw you for a loop, I think, didn't I? I think you did. I wish I had prepared. Although, had Come I prepared, on. it would have been terrible. So Yeah, and somebody said they liked the podcast how it is. It's not as structured or something. Good enough for me. Okay, great job. Another one in the books. Thank you. I think it was decent. We were a little bit, you know, not prepared, obviously. Did we just say that? We did. You know what? We're having to re-record this part, so I'm a little off. My bad. I deleted it on accident. This is a day later. You would have never known. Have a nice week. And uh, leave reviews and subscribe and all that shiz. That's right. We did not cover that, but um, you've already done that. Listen to the other ones if you need info on it. Preach. Boom. Bye.